I wanted to discuss a couple of the other buildings that, and, and residential um, blocks that you've been involved with personally. The bungalow. We've been talking about bungalows before. The bungalow, uh, as I understand, uh, built for Talbot Hobbs. Yeah, built and designed by Talbot Hobbs as his own house. Once again on a large piece of ground. Um, a very distinctive house in the sense, in the first decade of the, of the 20th century, um, no, built at the, the last decade of the 19th century. Bungalow, because I think at that stage there was an architectural um, movement to call a, a house that had verandas a bungalow. And it's an interesting um, transmission of the Indian bungalow. And if you read the stories about the verandas, um, there are beautiful books produced to, to tell you the story about the, the uh, derivation of the word veranda and the bungalow. Um, it, they tended to be, particularly in areas like Petman Grove, um, where there was plenty of land, the transition between the house and the garden, so that you had predominantly a single-storey house with a pitched roof, um, probably built of stone or brick, and verandas encircling most of the house, wide verandas, and then you step down into a landscape garden. The idea being that the rooms opened out onto the verandas, and then from the verandas you stepped down into the garden. And this was part of the lifestyle of the families that had the money to build that sort of house, and the time, the leisure time, and the ability to fund um, servants who looked after the gardens and did the cleaning and polished the, the hearth and cleaned the silver and so on, and the cooks and all the people who lived in the small houses a little bit away. There might have been a maid's room attached to the bungalow. But it became very much an Australian style and very much a West Australian style because the climate here is so good that you can sit out on a veranda in the middle of summer or even in winter. And in many cases, we slept on the verandas. You know, that's, that's the way you did. It was cooler and pleasant. Um, and, of course, verandas have now come back into fashion again. They were not affordable and they were not permitted during the war, Second World War because there were no materials and the government uh, put an embargo on building uh, those sort of things and the men were away at the war anyway. But after the war you find that new housing that was desperately needed for the soldiers and so on coming back from the war and the new families, houses were small. You didn't get a veranda, you got a porch. You got uh, you didn't have because that was a luxury and there was nowhere for the French door to open out onto. So the houses were small. Uh, state housing commissions were set up to build whole estates of affordable public housing, if you like. But interestingly, on its own piece of ground, like the four bears in Pepe Grove, where you had a large piece of ground, here you had a quarter acre, and that was the aspiration, to have your own house that you owned was your house, and you had your plot of ground, um, which had its chooks and its fruit trees and its dogs and all the rest of it. But now that's changed again because with prosperity um, and, of course, the impulse of people who tell us what we should be living in and how we should be building, and that's the real estate industry, is, is all the time telling us you've got to have four bedrooms and this is the sort of house you've got to have. And today, of course, you've got a very small block again, but a two-story house. Um, it's interesting how the cycle of fashions has really dictated how we live. But the verandas have come back.